0: from the RGB Gaming Podcast, bringing you real gaming banter. And in this episode, I am joined by the wonderful Big Game Owl. Welcome to- to The RGB Gaming Podcast, the home of Real Gaming Banter, a weekly episodic podcast of all about video games, chatting with special guests, having a lot of fun, and importantly, having great banter. So, let's begin by introducing my very first guest on the RGB Gaming Podcast, a man with over 600 subscribers on his YouTube channel, a pillar of the retro gaming community, a legend within the realms of raising money for charity I am of course joined by Alan Dipple, aka Big Game Al. Al welcome to the show my friends. Thank you for having me in. Uh, Not a problem Al not a problem it's absolutely brilliant to have you on here and it's the very first episode too so I couldn't be more happier than uh, having you here with me tonight on this episode. So Al tell me this for the for the, the people that have been living under a rock and don't know who you are, can you tell listeners a little bit about your YouTube channel?
1: Well, I am Big Gamer, as they say. I started around two and a half years ago now, just got over 600 subs in the last months. Uh, it's mainly retro stuff, but lately I've been doing a lot of modern stuff. Full Guys Friday is always the best one. We've joined by Ian on that now and again. Brilliant
0: night. It is a real, as we say here, in uh, in the north of Ireland and the south of Ireland and certain parts of newcastle it is great crack al and it is a
1: <laughs> night of the week that i really enjoy it is but uh, recently in the last like year or so i've been moving towards exports and getting on the gamer score so that's that's really what i've been focusing on the last year okay and for and again for those who aren't too
0: familiar uh, like some we, hopefully we'll have some newbies and new people to game and listen to this al
1: what's the gamer score all about so basically, you play games, and you earn achievements on it, and you get gamer score. And the more gamer score you get, you're meant to be better. <laughs> but I, I just play a load of rubbish, so people look at my gamer score and laugh.
0: What <laughs> <laughs> we well, think it is, Al, you're getting the points, and that is what the, the name of the game is. So, Al, well, <laughs> just a wee bit about yourself, then. So, like, why did you start your YouTube channel? What what got Al double
1: What what morphed you into big game, Al? What got you started? Well, I, I was watching other YouTubers and basically I'm sitting here going I've got all these games, I've got a nice collection behind me I, I, I was nearly at a full Mega Drive set when I started, I was only I think 8 or 9 games away mm-hmm. and my mate was like you've got a better collection than all these people that we watch get on YouTube <laughs> so, so I said I said to him like, if you do a video mm-hmm. that I can put on this channel I'll start and he made a video and it's the, it's, it's on my channel, it's the second video on my channel well gave him one anyway because this is an older channel than that it's got some right dodgy stuff on before that you don't want to watch that <laughs>
0: <laughs> but those are the those are the videos that uh, that uh, those are the videos that make us all and yeah. um, i'm not too sure if, if you know about this it's well it's not that it's a big announcement or anything but i've started um watching retro bears back catalog and i've started watching all of his videos and i'm going to do the same with yourself and a number of other youtubers as well because it's always nice to see the humble beginnings and how far you've come along and a massive Congratulations on your 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 six hundred subscribers because uh, it's no easy feat, and especially on uh, on YouTube with within this community because there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of big hitters. But Al, your personality shines through, and you're absolutely great to watch. And it's thanks to the Retro Bear and you being on Desert Island Games that I actually first come across you. And I and I haven't looked back. So as soon as the big game Al merchandise starts uh, starts being sold, then I'm definitely up for a t shirt and al what can we expect from you in the future then what's what's coming up
1: uh, just just a quick one there before, before we go on mm-hmm. you mentioned the retro bear there yep he was actually the first youtuber to give me a shout out all brilliant. them years ago <laughs> brilliant so if, if it weren't for him i probably wouldn't be here now so yep. got a lot to thank him for
0: unbelievable he's uh he's definitely a, a pillar in the community and uh He's definitely the king of retro I don't care anybody anybody's stuff I, I, I definitely uh, agree with that So Alison, uh, we're going to move on To yep. the reason why you're here You're not only here to have a little bit of fun And a bit of banter with me On our very first episode of the podcast But we we, we do talk about some uh, some topical stuff as well And I've brought you on tonight To talk about the reality of game collecting So after <laughs> the short little intro We're going to be right back uh. That should just give us enough time to get a beverage into us while we play those wee songs. That's why these jingles are here, Al, so we can That's get a, we can get a drink in between and no one has to hear the, the slurping of, uh, of of cans of coke and beer. And and Al, of course your your YouTube channel is is an advocate and a and a great
1: um promoter of beers. Are you, are you having a beer tonight? Uh, I am. I'm I'm only on some Bud light at the moment, but Uh, I need to get into some more adventurous stuff it's just I've not been I've got like a little local Mm -hmm. beer shop that I go to and I normally do like beer reviews and stuff I've not done one for a while so your
0: beer reviews are very interesting and just listen before we get to the main the main nitty-gritty stuff what has been the 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 best tasting beer that you have not not like Budweiser and stuff like that What's (laughs) what's the what's the what's the most what's the nicest bespoke beer that you've got in your collection so far
1: Oh, uh, I, I can't remember the names of them because they're normally like twelve percenters. <laughs> but I do like a nice chocolate stout or a coffee stout. Coffee stouts are normally the best. And does it does it actually taste like coffee? Al? Some of them do. Some, I mean, you get some right dodgy ones that just taste like you're drinking some dirty dishwater. But. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there is a few that actually do taste like a drink of coffee and I'm sure they give you a bit of energy while you're drinking them as well. So,
0: Oh, brilliant stuff. So um, we'll, we'll, I'll have to try a, a coffee. I'll have to try a, a coffee, uh, a beer on your recommendation. But listen, as we said before, we're here to talk about the reality of game collecting. And Al, I have got a series of questions that I think you'll find very interesting. And I don't think anybody else could answer these better than yourself. <laughs> so, for the people that are maybe thinking about you know, starting off in their journey of collecting games, and I am one of them. I only started, I started collecting them again back in December, and you know we'll we'll talk about the finances and 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 the chase of the game as we progress. But you know, it's I've got a healthy little collection. I am only collecting a subset of horror at the minute. That's the only thing I am really interested in. Yep. But uh, Al, why do you, why do you collect video games? Why do you collect them?
1: What's uh, the motivation behind it? I, I like to collect stuff. I've always been a collector all my life. Mm-hmm. I've liked video games all my life, ever since I got a Mega Drive back at the start of the 90s, mm-hmm. which is what pushed me to get the full Mega Drive set. But because I'm I'm a collector and I'm addicted to buying these games, I go for full sets. Mm-hmm. which is stupid now I've come to the reality of it which is why we're doing this podcast tonight <laughs> Okay, so, <laughs> so people are arguing and, and I'll argue, oh, Al,
0: it's not stupid it's just something that you're interested in it's something that you like to do and it's something that you take pride in so listen, do you play, display what do you do with these games, do you do a bit of both do you, do you ever play any of the games, do you play them all what's the, what's the motivation behind, uh, behind getting the game what do you do with it then once Big Al brings it home
1: well, the idea with the Mega Drive was I'm going to play every one of them mm-hmm. and do a video of it. That's why I do the Mega Drive Mondays. Yeah. Which I haven't done for a while because I've got lazy. <laughs> but <laughs> I did I, I did used to get them out. This is this is what you'll find if you come to my channel. Mm-hmm. i start a series. I'll do a few videos. And then they go stale, and you won't see them for a while. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden they come back again. But yeah, yeah like, I, I just enjoy the hunt of collecting. It's like the amount of games i got here, you don't get them from just going out and buying stuff. Mm-hmm you have to go out and you have to hunt you have to do the charity shop hunting you have to do the car booting you have to You a lot of these have come from CEX you literally have to yep. earn the credit from CEX mm-hmm. to buy them because you just couldn't go out I mean I wouldn't have the money to go and buy all this lot not a no. chance in hell
0: yeah so, so like you said then you know your your collection's quite big. You've got a, a range of different consoles. The Mega Drive is essentially what got you started, and you know you have. A, do you do you have a full set? Do you have a full Mega Drive set? Is that what
1: you're saying? Yeah, or, I've, got, I've got I've got the full Mega Drive set minus Celtics versus Lakers, but we we can talk about that in a little bit later. Yeah, if
0: you want. I I'm actually familiar with that. I'm actually f- <laughs> sort of familiar with the price of that game. So uh, yeah, we can talk we can talk about that as we progress. So you know you mentioned it was the mega drive is that the sole reason that made you start collecting video games al
1: yeah that 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 was for ages i had like a few playstation one games here and there Mm -hmm. i had a ps3 with just a couple of games that like literally my collection was probably 10 15 games for each of them systems but my mega drive was up well into the 200s yeah and i was like you know what i'm like nearly halfway there and i found managed to find a list on um uh, Google I was looking And I found, managed to find a list I'm like I've got a list now I need to get them all <laughs> And that was that was where it went from there. Yeah. And th- th- are you about
0: like me? I don't know if you're like me, Al. I used to, I would, whenever I was, ch- I was chatting to the Retro Bear on his uh, on his podcast, uh, Desert Island Games. If you haven't heard it, go and listen to it. It's unbelievable. Not my episode, but, you know, a uh, big, uh, big game, Al's episode's really good. But uh, I had mentioned that in my youth, in my younger days, I had a Mega Drive in the 90s, had a plethora of games, a disgusting amount of games. And I actually give the console and a lot of the games away. Have you have you managed to hold on to any of your games from, from the nineties? Is this what a lot of your collection is, or have you to, have you had to rebuy a lot of the stuff over again?
1: Yeah, um I did actually say this on someone's I think it was actually on Retro Bears mm-hmm. podcast. I actually I got rid of my Mega Drive probably 2010 with all the games I had. Oh, okay. And it was for a silly, like, stupid amount of money, because obviously no one was collecting back then. Mm-hmm. And then regretted it instantly and, like, within a couple of years had bought the Mega Drive back and started the collection again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's almost, like, the sickening part of collecting games because a lot of the games that i i have silent hill forbidden siren Project Z, I had all, all a lot of those games when i was mm. younger and i didn't pay anywhere near what i've paid for them now and that's second hand you know what i mean yeah. so it's uh so that 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 is a a red flag for kind of anybody that's thinking of uh, thinking about starting it because the games can be quite expensive so do you think you'll ever stop collecting games al no hi, <laughs> <laughs> <How> come hi <laughs> come, how come why, why are you going to continue to collect
1: uh i'm, I'm not really collecting the retro i started collecting a bit of game boy lately yeah so I'm, go, I'm going for like the pokemon box set so that's something i'll keep going for getting yeah. all the pokemon games but I'm, i've gone towards more modern gaming now mm-hmm. so i've not got the i ain't got a ps5 yet or mm-hmm. the new xbox but I've got I've got a fair sized PS4 collection, and I'm getting quite a big Xbox One collection now. It's like getting over the hundred game mark. Yeah, so they're are the sort of games I'm buying now, like the more modern stuff rather than the retro, and obviously going for the 360 set as well. Yeah, and and that's that's what I was going to talk to you about. You know, is there this mis-
0: misconception that if you collect games, it only has to be retro? You know, no. is, is is there is there a market or is there a, a place on the landscape for modern game collecting?
1: Yeah, I I think there is. I mean, I I wouldn't go out and buy games day one when they come out because Mm -hmm. what you'll notice lately is within two or three months of them coming out, you'll get them for a third of the price.
0: Yeah.
1: So I wouldn't go out and buy one day one. But, like, there's plenty of other ones that have come out in the last year that are really good to play. Mm -hmm. So, But it's it's all up to the person. If they like retro, they can collect retro. If if they're into the modern stuff, collect what you want. That's all I can say for now. my, My advice for the evening, big advice is... Collect what you want to collect.
0: Yeah. And and do you think then there could be a little bit of snobbery with uh, the real sort of hardcore retro game collectors that, you know, might not even add the stuff to their collection? Or is it, you know, or does the community at a whole kind of just sort of agree with what you're saying? Collect, yeah. collect collect whatever you want.
1: I've seen a lot of people now have started to collect more of the newer stuff like mm-hmm. PS3 and stuff. They're moving on to that sort of era, Xbox 360 and onwards. Mm-hmm and there, there, there is some what literally just collect like the modern stuff now like the Switch and mm-hmm. stuff like that and to be honest I, I watched them I watched them all because mm-hmm. as well as like the retro stuff I like to see what new games are out which is worth playing
0: so. yeah well I'm, I'm, I'm the same too um, I, I am an owner of a PlayStation 5 um, regrettably I am the owner of that um, because of COVID-19 because of pandemics and stuff like that A these machines were hard to get and B Mm. there's there's nothing really that great out for them. That's exclusive no. for them. so it's a, it's a I'm basically playing with a glorified PlayStation four and as you can see over my shoulder I've I've actually got one sitting there. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's the pay, my PlayStation five is in, in my living room, it's in my lounge and you know, we all play it and stuff, but hmm. there's you know, Fall Guys, I think is the most Fall Guys and FIFA twenty two are the two main games <laughs> that get played on it. Uh so uh yeah, that's a, that's as much as my and that's a that's a disgrace. And that's what you're playing. Your that's what you're using your PlayStation Five for. But like you I said <laughs> before, maybe a couple of years time, we might see a re, uh, a resurgence of of brand new games coming. I know, I know, PlayStation are now launching these uh, these events over the last couple of weeks and re- know, talking about the new games. That, that I don't know if you've ever seen the, the ad mm. for that new Harry Potter game. I think it's a is it hog? Yeah, it was called? that that looks unbelievable. That looks. Really yeah, I've seen it. I wouldn't mind checking that out. But Al, just to go back to your, your Game Boy collection, you had a really interesting video not so long ago about uh, about picking up a Game Boy. And you've got like a really innovative and unique way, should I say, of uh, displaying your games. Talk me through a little bit about how you've, how you've created your, your, your Game Boy stand and your display. Cause <laughs> that's very important as a collector because it's yeah. nice to display all that stuff. And I think what you've done is very unique and innovative. And I would never yeah. have thought about that
1: in a million years. Yeah, it's it's something I saw years ago Like they're they're designed for holding the nail polishes Mm -hmm. And I I see like two or three years ago When I first started like watching all the YouTube I saw someone who had done it I don't think they're around anymore They stopped years ago But they was like the only one I've seen that's done it Mm. But I literally had all my games all like their spines You couldn't see nothing It just looked like yeah. You'd walked into a bookshop and there was just spines everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I and I've been watching like a lot of people have been doing updates of their game room lately. And you see like their displays there and you think, Wow, I could have a display. Yeah. I went on uh eBay and I'm like, right, let's see if I can find some of these now polish holders. I managed to find a couple of them for like twenty quid. And I know a lot of other YouTubers have messaged me and said, like, where have you got them from? Send mm-hmm. me links because they want them. And they're really good. I mean like how on earth would you display Game Boy games about something like that? It's it's unbelievable. Whenever I watched
0: <laughs> that video I c could, I couldn't believe my eyes and I was like, I wonder if I could get a couple of PlayStation One games on a Neil a, a nail can. polish holder And I was like thinking I might I might try that I haven't, haven't got round it yet But it's definitely on my uh, My bucket list of game room uh, Items to add to the To my uh, To my Well my game shed Should I say I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in, a, in a refurbished garden shed That's where I'm at the minute So <laughs> I've uh, limited space But I think a nail polish holder Would uh, Would Slide in quite nicely So yeah. Al
1: How many games are we talking then? How many games have you got? Roughly <laughs> I was probably pushing six thousand. I've actually started letting a lot go. Okay. It it, it it was getting crazy. I was I was literally run out of room. I kept buying more Billy bookcases, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I've got no room to put any more Billy bookcases. Mm-hmm. And I was still buying games. I'm like, I've got nowhere to put these games. I need to yeah. start getting rid of some stuff. And that's when I started going down the emulation route. And I've got mm-hmm. a few Everdrives.
0: That's right. I think you've, you've, you showed them off on a stream at, at mm. some point, I think. So And obviously, you know, if, if you've seen Big Game Al's channel, Big Game Al sits on his, uh, his very comfortable looking gaming chair and he speaks to the camera and behind him is a plethora of games and different kinds of trinkets and wonderful uh, gaming uh, memorabilia and stuff like that. But that surely isn't everything, Al. Has your collection spilled into the other rooms, including your bathroom and your house?
1: Yeah, uh, uh, if you haven't noticed I've got no Xbox behind me <laughs>
0: that, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 I can see that that's, that's, I can, yeah. PlayStation actually- Dreamcast Game Boy and Mega Drive and then PS4 there and Wii U at the side so yeah. I'm, I'm afraid they ask where does where the rest of your collection
1: love? in the living room I've got three more bookcases down there. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> so slowly but surely we're moving, on we'll be moving into the bathroom pretty soon. So sometimes remember, you know, your, your your dad or someone will go to the toilet and take the newspaper with them. We go to your house, we can read uh, We can read the instruction manuals of some of your Xbox games because they'll be. Well, be well, I did beside the new rule. I did think about
1: get, like, getting a TV set up in there with some
0: consoles. <laughs> get on at the end of the bath, and you'll be uh, you'll you'll never be out of a nice hot soapy bath and a, is it? a game of Xbox or what more could you what more could you ask for Al really personal question here but I want you to answer it I want you to tell me the truth what's the most expensive game that you own and how much did you pay for it and what's it worth now uh, the,
1: the most expensive game is a Mega Drive game okay and a lot of people have not heard of it I'm sure you've heard of it it's called the death and return of Superman
0: yes and I actually I actually had a friend's school that owned that game and he used, to, yeah, he used to display that. It's it's got the the blue, blue say, spine, blue spine, doesn't it? And it's like yeah. isn't it Superman's fist coming out of the? That's it. It's, yeah. It's, it's, he used to have Black that. Black he Black was Black. a massive, massive Superman fan, and he bought that game. I'd never really seen it anywhere else, but uh, I'm sure he still has that. So, Al, how much did that game cost? Four hundred and seventy-five pound. Four hundred seventy. That's, that's the that's the price of a holiday. That's, that's
1: nothing compared to what he's going for now.
0: Intrigue me, enlighten me.
1: What is that? What's the going rate for super, for the death of Superman now? Well, you don't see many of them come up, mm-hmm. but the last one sold on eBay auctions for about thirteen hundred. And Would you be tempted to get rid of it?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> So here's 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 a here's a, a probably a ridiculous question now, and the answer is probably going to be yes. But you must be glad you spent that amount of money on that game, considering what uh, it's worth now. I,
1: I'm I'm extremely glad that I got the Mega Drive set when I did, and I'm not collecting it now because if anyone is c- trying to collect Mega Drive now, going for a full set, they are crazy, and I'd just tell them no, mm-hmm. just get what you want and stop, unless they've got insane amount of money to chuck away because mm-hmm. none, like even some of the more common games what are like expensive you don't see them carving CX anymore so it's not even yeah. getting the trade credit to buy them because you're not going to get them on there mm-hmm. and that some of them are going like over a thousand pound now for like common games yeah that is crazy
0: but it's just the way it's just the way the, the market is and how it fluctuates and what's, what's rare and what people are after um, Scott Sega Zombie has a full collection isn't that mm. right
1: yeah, he's been collecting for a long time as well, though. He's not he's not like one of these ones was just gone mm-hmm. gone and buying it now. He's been collecting it for years, so he did have a lot of the big hitters when I started as well, so
0: Yeah. And um if you're if you're not familiar with Scott Sega Zombie, do go over to uh YouTube and type in Sega Zombie and you will get access to another great uh YouTuber and a great uh channel. So you six thousand games, right? Yeah. Your most expensive game is Superman. How much do you think you spent in your collection? Roughly, ballpark figure. How much do you think your collection costs?
1: It's, it's going to be 20 plus at least. What's a deposit yeah. for a house, isn't it? It is. a new car. It is. <laughs> but then, but then you, you look at the value of it now, uh-huh. and it's probably
0: doubled. So, um, so your your collection, as it stands, is... 20,000 pounds plus, and that's 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 the that's how much you've paid you have paid for it. Mm. But in terms of today's valuations and today's prices, you think it's over 40.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've sold quite a fair bit of it. I had a yep. full nest set, I've sold that, mm-hmm. made a lot more than what I paid for on that back. Mm-hmm. And I'm currently getting rid of the GameCube stuff mm-hmm. and only keeping the 60 exclusive, which is the money. Yeah. <laughs> They're the expensive ones, with the exclusives. But like, I've recently just sold Gadget races. I paid £200 for that last year and I've just sold it for £420. So it's over doubled in a year. Yeah, that's, that's unbelievable. And is, it, is, is this a good time to start collecting games or should people hold off? Uh, it's, it's, it's a seller's market at the moment. Yeah. The, the games are not coming up as common anymore because people are collecting them and when they do come up there's so many people that want them the prices are going through the roof so yeah unless you actually really really want a game at the moment it's not the time to buy yeah so in theory then you get a an email you're
0: you're you're like me you love that you love wrestling we were talking about this in the bootlegger stream the other night you get an email saying wrestlemania what, which one is it now 30 uh, yeah you just 30. so 39 wrestlemania 39 tickets going go on sale so you yep. literally left half a dozen games off your shelf and go that'll fund me they get yep. me to america spend the money and a decent hotel yeah easy unbelievable and have you done anything have you done something like that before have you ever have you ever sold anything to fund the big trip or buy a car or anything like that have you ever have you ever done that or thought about doing that
1: no, but what I'm doing at the moment, I started about six months ago. I've started selling and everything. All the money I make from selling, I'm putting into my ISA because I want to get a house because I've been renting for too long now, and it's time to yes. buy. It.
0: <laughs> well, this is, this is true, and that's a that's a great that's a great uh, that's a great thing to do with your money and uh, invest it in in buying a in buying a house. <laughs> so, listen, it's obvious that you have been collecting at the right time. You picked up games like Superman, which was quite expensive at the time. Now it's doubled in price, and like you said, now it's a seller's market. Is that right? Yep. So, can you really, I'll be satisfied with a collection so large, or will this consume you to the point in which you can't stop collecting? Is, have, you, have uh, Are you now that deep in the collecting these games now? There's no stopping.
1: Yeah, I mean, ev- even though I'm selling a lot, I'm still bringing a lot in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, like I said, I've started on the Game Boy stuff now, so it's mm-hmm. like well, I've I've, put, I've sold all these games, but I've just made room for more games to replace them. Yeah. <laughs> but but I'm, I'm, at the moment, I'm going for games that I want rather than everything and anything because it's there. Mm-hmm. So it's it's more of like, that's the reality of it now. I want games that I want to play rather than mm-hmm. paying £60 for a sports game that I'm never going to play.
0: Yes, of course. And advice to someone who's starting out collecting. So someone comes up to you and says, listen, Al, I haven't got any games. Yep. I love video games. I want to start collecting for PlayStation 2, PlayStation, GameCube, whatever it is. What, what, what advice do you give to somebody that say, asks you about starting a gaming collection or collecting games?
1: Right. So the first thing they've got to look at Is their finances mm-hmm. Obviously don't go out and spend More than you can, you can afford If you've got the odd few hundred Here and there extra month, Go for the Gamecube or something like But with the Gamecube a lot of them are on PS2 mm-hmm. For literally a fraction Of the price like, like I said that gadget race I just sold for 420 You can get it for like £20 on Playstation 2 mm-hmm. It's exactly the same game Yeah so it's it's, it's it depends what you want to collect. If if you if you want to go for the full set, then you're going to have to pay that money for it. But if you if you just want to play the game, just come and buy it on the cheapest system. Mm-hmm. It, like a lot of the games come out on the GameCube, the PS2, the Xbox at the same time. Like PS PS3, Xbox 360. Look at which one's the cheapest version. Mm-hmm. Go for it that way. So
0: is is there any advice on what what games you should start collecting because? <clears throat> Like you know me, I I'm I'm into horror, and the only yeah. games I collect are horror games. So you know, and they they tend to be quite expensive as well. There's not many cheap. Well, House of the Dead and stuff for the Wii U or mm. for the Wii's not expensive, and you know. But you are talking things like Silent Hill and Resident Evil. You're still talking fifty, thirty odd quids. You know, maybe mm. you know. I know the price of a PlayStation Five game, brand used three times that. Sometimes, sometimes mm. it depends on what kind of edition that you're that you're you're going for. So should should somebody focus on a specific genre or type of game or should they just go to charity shops lift all the fifas and just start building a collection
1: oh i wouldn't i wouldn't go and lift off all the fifas from a charity <laughs> shop but i've got off them already you'll see them all the spot. <laughs> but um yeah I, I, it comes in phases like at the moment the hot stuff is uh like all the horror stuff So at the moment, that's the stuff we're selling for big money because a lot of people want the horror games. It's like Mm -hmm. things come in like fads. So at the moment, the big fad is horror, and the platformers, which are like the better games, no one's buying them at the moment. So if you like Mm -hmm. platformers, now's the time to buy them. Yeah, just avoid the horror because the horror will crash in a year's time or so, and you'll get it for a fraction of the price. They are they are very expensive.
0: Um, majority of them, of them are very expensive. Anything to do with Silent Hill is very expensive. Manhunt Two, very expensive. But do do you own horror games, Al? Yourself? Do you have a collection of horror games within any of your collections? That's you know that, that you have behind you or
1: yeah. in the house? Yeah, yeah, I've got I've got quite a few of horror games. They're mainly on the PlayStation One and PlayStation Two, but I've got mm-hmm. quite a fair few. <laughs> Obviously, like all the Mega Drive ones, like Splatterhouse was like yeah. a fiver when I got it. Now, it was what is it like sixty, seventy quid to buy? Yeah. It's ridiculous. It,
0: that's it. And quite <laughs> even quite expensive on the Xbox as well. It's it's not yeah. it's not a cheap game to buy. Um, that is very expensive. Um, so well, you, you obviously collect. You know, obviously your your Mega Drive is the full set. Are you? Are is there another full set that you're thinking of going for, or are you currently collecting for now?
1: The, the xbox 360 i'm 35 games away <laughs> unbelievable
0: and are them 35 games quite rare to find no they're <laughs> mainly sports titles <laughs> <laughs> right okay so what what give me an example of some of the games that you need for the 360
1: well i, I need uh tiger woods pga tour 2014 mm-hmm. for the master's edition it's uh 25 pan okay for a tiger woods game which i'm probably never going to play so that's that's why you're holding back on that
0: game. It's just a bit too expensive for what it is, basically.
1: Yeah, it's, it, I'm basically because like the car boots have been shut, my charity shots ain't been that good. So I've not really had the credit. So yeah, I don't like going in there and paying £25 for a sports game. I'd rather wait. Mm-hmm. I did the same with the FIFA 19. It was £45, but I went down the charity shop and found like £45 worth of games for a tenner. I'm like, I've got the £45, I'll buy it. But it's cost me a tenner.
0: Yeah. And that's how you got to do it. Yeah. so So to finish your collection, it's sports, mainly sports titles. And they are easily enough to get... But you would rather wait until you can find them at a bargain or get some credit yeah. together. Yeah, that, that that makes perfect sense. To be honest with you, a lot of my games, if not majority of them, all came from CX. And whenever I started collecting, what I done was I gathered up all my old tech. I had keyboards, I had Mac mouses, and you know uh, old SLR cameras that I didn't use. Took them all in the CX and got like three or four hundred quid's worth of, of mm. uh, vouchers. And that's how I started. I you know I have spent maybe the guts of two hundred would in cash, but you know, and in, in the grand scheme of things, compared to everything that I own, and that included a few consoles as well that I got from CX, it's mm. not that bad. I have like now listen, our car boots over here in Northern Ireland aren't the greatest; they're not the biggest, and you know, good if you're looking for music and films and stuff, but. Totally awful if you're looking for games because a lot of the people that sell the games and the, and the booters are charging CEX prices, mm. and obviously if you take it home and it looks like somebody's rubbed their dinner all over it, and you come back <laughs> with it, they're they're not going to take it back, are they? So, you know, mm. the, the good thing about CEX is you get your you get your warranty, you get your returns. You know, if you know, you are the the creator of the CEX roulette, and you know that takes me on to my next question:
1: What is CEX roulette, Al, and how did that start? Uh, I, I wasn't the creator of it, but I seem to have taken over it. Yeah, <laughs> it was a it was actually started by two e UK years ago, mm-hmm. and a guy called Lewis uh, Wishwash is his mm-hmm. channel. Uh, I've kind of robbed the idea of them, but basically, what it is when I when I trade in a load of stuff and I get a nice big voucher every now and again. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot of the games that I want ain't local in my CEX. So what yep. you do, you go on to CEX you put in a big order, use your voucher, so it's cost hardly anything. And a few days later, they all turn up. So I sit here in a video, I open them up live and we see if we get manuals or not. Mm-hmm. And you see the very first time that I, I watched that, I was
0: very naive. I was like I didn't buy anything from CEX in the past. And I was wondering, the first time I seen your CEX roulette, this is before I started, I started collecting the games. I thought, can you order like, these randomly you don't know what you, i, I kind of thought you didn't know what you were ordering and i kind of was like is, is this what's happening whenever you open it up and you've got you know pony club i didn't actually realize you picked that <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were getting some uh i thought you were going for like a plethora of random i thought there's like a random button you could pick on the on the app or something but would uh, it would be good but that being said you know those videos are brilliant and um and uh like I've seen a few people doing them since, you know, but uh, to be honest with you Al, I don't think anybody does it as, as good as you when it comes to the CX Roulette, Especially the disgust on your face whenever you get a a broken box or a missing manual and like you, you're you're analyzing the the analyzing the package by the weight. And then I think there was a couple of Xbox games that looked like the the delivery driver had driven over and reversed a few times and uh, I I don't think uh, I don't think you can you can act that which which uh, (laughs) I've seen a few other tubers do but I think uh, I think that your your honesty and uh, the the realism of you know the disappointment and the joy it really (laughs) shines through whenever you do a a CX uh, uh, roulette yeah so Al we were talking just at the start of the of the of the show before we came on and started recording and I asked you, is there any games missing in your mega drive collection that you need to get <laughs> talk us talk us through al the game that's missing and tell us why this game is a nightmare
1: okay, right, so it is a basketball game, <laughs> yeah. That- <laughs> it's, called, it's called Lakers versus sowick and the worst part is the cartridge ain't even an English cartridge you get the, the Genesis game in it mm-hmm. you can buy the Genesis version of the game probably for about a fiver complete with a bottles and manual mm-hmm. but someone randomly years ago decided to make it for the UK market had a box for about 200 of them and then went no, we we're uh, we're not going to sell that over here now. But a few of them had been sold. Oh, okay. So I think there's around about twelve known copies in the world, mm-hmm. and it it's the reason I'm not getting it is because of the price. I I could have had a copy last year mm-hmm. for two thousand five hundred. Ooh! But it had a tatty manual, uh-huh. and the inlay looks like it's mouldy away and it's got all mould oh. on it and stuff. There, uh, so th- that, that copy is going around trying to be sold for around 2500. Which, if someone wants it, they can have it in their collection. But yeah. if, if you're going for that set, you want the pristine one, which is the best one, I think, is around about eight and a half grand. Eight and a half grand
0: is yeah. unbelievable for a video game, yeah. That is unbelievable. And because it's so rare, you said there's 12 of them. The, is that the uk or the, around the world is, is that
1: and uh, no, that's well, the uk one because obviously if you if you want it, you can go and get the genesis version because the cartridge is exact, exactly the same it's literally just yeah the genesis box and the genesis manual rather than the Maybe power box sense. and power manual that's unbelievable and this this game was
0: like an official release wasn't it this wasn't uh or was yeah. it, is it like a bootleg that someone made and sold
1: oh no they, they actually made it it's an ea game mm-hmm. they made it they sent over 200 copies to sell some shop put it on the floor put it up on the south floor and a few people bought it mm-hmm. and then they went oh no we're not selling this now it's not going to be an official release we're, we're recalling it mm-hmm. so they took them all off the shop so there's probably somewhere out somewhere with a box of 200 of these sitting in it that's unbelievable <laughs> so,
0: that's unbelievable probably, so, for, so for a taddy version of this you can pick it up for two and a half grand yeah and for a pristine you're
1: talking 8,000 pound well, that, that, that was the last time it sold. That was, like, two years ago, though. It's probably doubled since then. Really? So <laughs> yeah. is, is
0: there someone out there, then, that would go and buy this? Somewhere, uh, someone I, on the planet will go and spend £16,000 on this game.
1: Oh, yeah. I've, I've I've seen them sell on the groups, people buying them. I mean, like, the, the mid-range copies for around about five, six grand, and you see people buy them I actually know someone who's got a copy of it.
0: Oh, right. So. right. <laughs> Yeah. No, sign of them ever, no, no sign of them selling it to you or leaving them leaving it uh, new, or well, there
1: anything for you I, I did I did ask him if he would sell it but it's uh, <laughs> he's, he's not going anywhere he's got it he's got it proudly displayed <laughs> alongside his copy of the um, World Championship Soccer 2 the blue spine case not the classics one and there's yeah. only a few of them in the world as well <laughs> that's unbelievable unbelievable the amount of money that uh these things can and
0: like what what did that game cost the buyer originally probably 40 quid
1: i think he paid i think he paid around about 1500 for it but we're talking like five six years ago but when it first came out on the shop floor is what i'm talking about how much oh. are you talking
0: whenever he <laughs> sent the 200 copies over 30 40 quid
1: unbelievable
0: <laughs> Unbelievable. So, in in your opinion, then Al, is there any games now that you think you should go out and buy that game because maybe that game might be worth something in the future? Is there any yeah. is there anything in the in the ether that's or in your in your in your mind's eye that's saying go buy this because this is going to be worth something the same as the basketball yeah. game? What, what what's give, give me some and this is like insider trading, Al. Okay, Tell, right. tell us what should we go out and buy?
1: Right. So. If if you look at all the other collections, mm-hmm. the thing you'll notice, which is the ones that are worth the money, are the really bad games because no one bought them. Oh, okay. So there's not many copies of them because because no, obviously they, they put some out in the shops. Uh-huh. If they all sell, then the company's going to make more and put them out. Yes. If they're sitting there for six months a year, no one's buying them. The company's going to go. Oh, that was a flop. We ain't making no more. Mm-hmm. So that they become the more rarer games. Yeah so uh, that's that's why i buy them the horse games they're gonna fund my house just on their own in a few years <laughs> someone's going for a full ps2 so oh i need barbie horse racing adventure <laughs> oh here's, here's my one two grand and you know and you know what seeing the
0: seeing what are the charity shops will go to me there's there's barbie ds games are they worth picking up uh probably <laughs> I'll, I'll pick a few up and send them to you as, as a thank you for uh, coming on the the podcast but come on that's a very politician's answer what game if you if, if you said Ian right listen this is what I want you to do Ian. I want you to go to CX I want you to go to Carboots I want you to go to the charity shops eBay whatever it is and I want you to buy this game which game what game should I go and buy
1: I wouldn't know if I, if I knew that I'd buy them all myself <laughs> <laughs> you, you just got to look at stuff what, what people ain't buying if, if it's mm-hmm. like if it's like a girly game and stuff like that, like, like you say, the Barbie ones probably are. Yeah. You notice it with the Bratz games now on the GameCube and on the PS2, they've mm. gone up in price because pe- people now are going for the full sets of them. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I need to buy this game and they're like, well, there's not many copies of them.
0: Yeah. And obviously, <laughs> like, if someone's going for a full DS set or a full Wii set, yeah. you know, they're going to need these games.
1: They are. Mm-hmm. They will do. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they might not need them now because no one's going for it at the moment. Yep. But what you get is like people who are growing up with like we're obviously older now so we're looking at like the Mega Drive the Nintendo stuff mm-hmm. like that so that was 20 years ago so DS come out what 10 years ago if that yeah. so in 10 years time these games are going to be people that are getting to 30, 40 going oh, I want to collect all of them because I had it when I was younger and that's that's, that's what you're going to look at so if you, if you want to go out and buy stuff I'd go and buy the PS3 although that's starting to go up now mm-hmm that's, that's literally starting to go. The, the 360, when I started collecting that, everything was so cheap. Yeah. And now, like, the, the games are starting to creep up. I've, I've literally, when I'm collecting the sets, I've got them at the right time. Mm-hmm. Even, like, a lot of the PS4 stuff I've got. Yeah. I'm looking at it now, and it's like, I only paid, like, a couple of quid for it, and it's now, like, a tenner. You're going, it's not a lot, like, but. Yeah. Because the, 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 the ps A
0: lot of the PS4 games, even the CX are still relatively expensive. There's not, like, mm. a, you, it's not as if you're going to go in with a tenner and pick anything. Were they up for for, yeah. for that kind of money but no I know what you're saying about the, the 360 because um, I was lucky enough because whenever I started collecting the horror games for the 360 back in December I managed to get a copy of fear relatively mm. cheap and I think that game went up to 20 quid fairly fast I think it's one of those backward compatible yeah. ones that went up I think it's coming down in price now but at, yeah, the, at yeah. the time that I I just bought it before it, it just really peaked I think it was before that announcement or whatever was made about the uh, about the backwards com- the compatibility and I, uh, I I have actually a healthier horror collection for the 360 than do for the for any of the lower consoles um, yeah. I've only got Zombie U for the Wii U and I've got a couple of Resident Evil games for the Wii, and I've only got one GameCube game. I don't have a GameCube, but I can play it on the Wii. It's one of those versions, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, I've got the the fat PS3 there that plays the PS2 games as well. So that was, Mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's handy. But um, the reality is then go and pick up some of the, the, the games, go and, the reality is pick up the games that aren't being played. That's what, that's what you're saying. Those are the horse games, the Barbie games, the Bratz games, mm. LOL, all that kind of stuff. Cooking Mama, probably, you know, puzzle games and that. Like you said, then if someone's going for a full set, then they're going to need these games. And then yeah. they're going to be, become rare and relatively expensive. And then you'll be able to fund yourself another cruise then.
1: I see, yeah. I mean, like when you talk about like the bat compatible ones, I, I was like really lucky because like how I like to collect I I collect from like starting at the start of the alphabet yeah and one of the ones that are backwards compatible is 50 cent um, sands of time yes and I paid a pound (laughs) I think it's in one of my CEX roulettes right at the Mm -hmm. start like one of the one of the early ones I paid like a pound for it like the 195 postage yep and then obviously it shot up to like 50 60 quid when it went backwards compatible it's like if i didn't buy it if it was like one of the Z ones i would I'd probably still need it now and i'd be paying mm-hmm. big money for it but like with ridge racer as well i picked that up because i like the racing game so i paid like about a fiver for that mm-hmm. and because i'd got to about a g by then i would had all the fear games yeah all the fear games were like pennies but um, um, but, um but you know what i'll see see like years
0: ago i had fear i, had, I owned it brand new I traded it all on to like Game. There was a, there was a shop here in the north north Ireland called GameStop, and there was a bit like CEX Take all your stuff, trade it in. I traded on, have traded in bought something else, whatever it was. Then I rebought the three sixty again, and I rebought Fear on eBay for like pound fifty, and then I rebought it again this time around. So I've had about four copies of this game. But uh, I picked this one up relatively cheap. I think it was like eight quid or something. But then it skyrocketed in price. Mm. And um, you know, as you said, then the horror games at the moment are the are the the most ex- a lot of well, one of the most expensive genres or, or subsets you can collect for. Mm. So I'm kind of I'm hoping you're right. I hope in a couple of years' time it will drop because there there are loads of games that I want to get, but I'm just not prepared to pay a lot of the prices for them. You know. Um, you know rule of rogues for example is like 450 quid or something you know yeah. I'm, I'm not going to pay that that'll probably never depreciate but as yeah it stands, once i've got a if it's like one of the last games that i need then yes i'll have to uh sweetly talk to the wife and pay for her to get her hair done or something before i uh, break <laughs> the news that i spent for
1: <laughs> i spent the mortgage money on a, on a video game <laughs> yes yeah, so, sadly with like something like that because it's it's, it's not a it's not a rare game uh-huh. there's thousands of copies out there hundreds of thousands of copies it's just it's got the reputation so that's sadly one of the ones that are not going to drop the same as
0: yeah the Castlevania
1: symphony or not on ps1 there's mm-hmm. millions of copies out there mm-hmm. but it's, it's never going to drop in price mm-hmm. just because of what it is it's got the name goes behind it more than the price yeah and have you got
0: do you own a copy of that game al i do yeah have you played it no It's actually a good game I remember playing it Back in the day It's, it's actually not bad And there's a, yeah. there's a game Very similar I think it's called The Hunting Ground I think it's quite uh, I remember the box Being a picture of a girl And a dog I think It's
1: very yeah. very ghostly looking You probably you probably own that one Have you ever you um, <laughs>
0: oh.
1: I, No I haven't got Haunting Ground I've got The Haunting Completely different game Yeah <laughs>
0: it's Still a horror game Still a good horror game <laughs> That's right And uh, you know you're you're bound to have a couple of other little gems in there that'll uh, that'll uh, up up the ante in terms of what your collection's worth. But uh, you know, you know, in, ter- in terms of like someone who obviously, I like, I, I'll never have a collection the same size as, as yours. Right? I'll only collect the horror games that I enjoy. Um, I was almost sort of falling under that sort of limbo where I was picking up every horror game that could get my hands on, and I will probably yeah. still do that. But <laughs> you know. From this side of the what, from this from looking outside in to what you're doing, like it's it's unbelievable. Like it's it's not like you said. It's not just a case of going to shop and you can lift any game that you want. It is the it's the, it's the hunt, isn't it? And it's the the research and the searching and looking for this and trying to find the best price and trying not to get ripped off. You know, it is. And, and that is that is a reality.
1: I mean, like you talk about like the hunting there and the research. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do have to know your prices because if you're going out to charity, like not charities if you're going out to car boots there's loads of people that are coming in looking for video games now so if they're looking at a load of games and they don't know which one's worth the money and they're now walking off to like look on CEX but you know in your mind oh that's that's worth 20 quid that's worth 50 yeah. quid you're getting them before they are because they've walked over there researching on oh that one's worth the money mm-hmm. gone back to get it but you've already bought it and gone yeah because I've got the same with one of my figures Mm -hmm. it was like um, I was at a car boot and I've got this Mortal Kombat figure that come in a collector's edition yep and um, I walked over and I spotted it straight away like they were selling they they had no video game stuff there Mm -hmm. they were selling like guns and swords and stuff like that everyone's swarming around looking at all this stuff and I see this statue in the middle I'm like oh I know what that is I picked it up just said, "Oh, how much is this?" They're like a fiber. I said, "Oh, you take four quid," mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, go on." Then. So I just give him the four quid as quick as I could. Walked off, and there was a guy walking behind me, and he saw that I picked up. And he went, "You jammy git, you know what that's worth?" And I'm like, "Yep."
0: <laughs> <laughs> and for for everybody listening, how much was it worth? How much? What was uh, your, what did your four pound investment get you?
1: Well, I've still got it. So it ain't got me anything, but I don't know what it is at the moment. But it was about fifty pounds at the time.
0: Unbelievable, is not it? It's, it's unbelievable. I, I, I've never been that lucky to find anything in a in a in a car boot like that. But yeah. t- just touch on something that you said there, Al. You know, people are going to the car boots and they know what they're looking for. Does that take a bit of the? Does that take a bit of the fun out of you know going to the booter and looking for things for a charity shop? Do you, is there is there a, like a collection of people that you know would go right? I have a list of things. I know how much this is worth and. You know, yeah. I I want to get there first. Does does that does it become frustrating, or is it always like fun
1: and exciting? Well, it's it's fun finding them because you don't normally see them. Like if mm-hmm. if I would have seen that statue and I would have walked the way to look at it, that guy who come up behind me would have had it, yeah, and I wouldn't have got it.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's
1: only the fact that I knew what it was. Yeah, I got it. Otherwise, I could have walked away, googled it, and gone, oh, it's fifty quid gone by, and it's gone. Oh, where's it gone? Mm-hmm. But yeah, if if you need to have that knowledge because. You'll be kicking yourself if you ain't because it's, it's not. You need that money to fund your collection. Mm-hmm. So if they're selling a copy of a game like for a pound, and you know, oh, that's forty quid, like one of them horror ones. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you got. Say you got the Zombie Virus?
0: Um, it's uh, Silent Hill and and things like that were like sixty quid to buy.
1: Yeah. everyone knows about them, though. They're like the yeah. popular ones. Um, I think uh, Oh, one.
0: sorry. Um, I picked up. Um, games like I actually bought on on the swap shop shameless plug was uh, (laughs) The Suffering Um, what else did I get Um, yeah a lot of a lot of the a lot of the games I have Al are quite you know I think they're I think they are well known I actually bought a nice little game off uh, Ross and is it ba ba ha ha ba ba Ba, I can't say it well, if you're listening, I you, apologise for uh, for murdering your name there. But uh Home Sweet Home, do you own that game? Home Sweet Home? On the PlayStation mm. 4, it's a horror game. It's a Thai horror game. I
1: don't, know. I don't think so. No, but I've got a couple of games that Ross recommended, yeah. which is
0: still sealed. This, this came up in the swap shop. He didn't know what it was. He didn't know why he owned it. And he sold it for £20, right? I have a feeling, I'm not an expert in games, I have a feeling that game is going to be worth a few quid in a couple of years time because of the genre, because of where, Mm. because of the, the origin of the, of the game being as a Thai horse, not the classic, you know, Japanese or, or, or or Korean or that. Mm. And um, it has the same name as what uh, the, the very first, well it wasn't a resident evil game but the creator of resident evil had a game called home sweet home as well and i think this might be some sort of easter egg to it as well so yeah. if you get your hands on home sweet home you should definitely pick it up and i still think it's relatively cheap in cex I'll, I'll, I'll be looking for it so I, 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 but, um, I have just a feeling it's, it's like you know it's like whenever you first bought silent hill you played silent hill you loved it you ...put it back and you didn't care for it anymore. I used to be one of these people, oh, I'll would complete a game... ...and I wouldn't care about it anymore... ...or mm. give it away or land it out and probably it, it, same? it back. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I think that this game could be one of those games... ...where if you don't pick it up now... ...you could be looking at 60, 70 quid on a few... ...I just think it's going to become rare. I've, I just have a I've got feeling about this game... ...because it's very similar to a lot of the... ...a lot of the Asian horror games that are out there... ...that are worth money, Forbidden Siren... ...you know, Project Zero... Clock Tower, all those types of games, and they're all very expensive to buy. And I just think this one might be worth having. Might not be worth anything now, but maybe give it 10 years. It could be, like, up there, 60, 70 quid. Do you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. If you pick it up cheap, maybe get a couple of copies of it, you know? But that's not sealed, but it's complete manual, all yeah. that good stuff, you know? But it's imperfect, in, it's in Nick. And it is, it's in, you know... The most important thing is it's a great game and a scary too. It's actually a pretty scary game. So listen listen Al, the reality is here, that the section that we're talking about is the reality of game collecting. So the reality is that it can be expensive. Is that fair enough to say it can be expensive?
1: Yeah, there is still a lot of good cheap games out there. Mm -hmm. Obviously they're not going to be, if you're into horror, they ain't going to be your horror subset. Although there is, like you say, there's a lot of PS4 horror mm-hmm. that's still going cheap. Like one I was going to say, Ross recommended me is one called Joe's Diner, mm-hmm. a PS4, and I paid six quid for that. Mm-hmm. And he reckons it's going to be one of these ones that's going to go up in price.
0: Yeah, I think I think I'll take that advice and get that if it's if it's if it's uh, six quid. So the reality is, it can be expensive, but you can start off relatively cheap they're not they're yep. not they're not all expensive um the horror subset at the minute is very expensive so maybe hold off if you can yep. and uh, pick up some of the cheaper ones to start your collection but obviously the ones that are well known the resident evil dino crisis silent hill um saws and orwell is quite expensive as well i want a copy of saw that's it? Ex- that was quite expensive i think it was like 20 odd quid wow and, I paid um, nothing for that really. You got the, you probably <laughs> paid a pound for it to the car. Like <laughs> <that, yeah. laughs> and uh I think yeah, and then Silent Hill Downpour, Silent Hill Homecoming. Um you can start off with things like The Last of Us I think it's relatively cheap to buy. Um
1: Yeah, about five, I think, if you get yeah. the first one on 3
0: Resident Evil four, five and six relatively cheap as well. You can pack. you can probably pack yeah. them up brand new on the xbox one or ps4 relatively cheap as well and then let let that let that uh, let that summer and and hopefully in a couple of years time it'll 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 uh it'll lower in price and then you were saying too, go and collect the games that aren't sort of looked at you know the barbie games and stuff like that and yeah you know even if you if you buy them and hoard them away some so at some point they're going to be become quite uh, lucrative and they're going to be quite sought after so would that be yeah. fair, fair to say that
1: yeah, I mean, if, if, it depends. If, you, if you're looking for stuff to invest in, then yeah, they're, they're the sort of things you want to look for. The stuff what's mm-hmm. not sold well, what isn't popular, people ain't going to go out there when they come out brand new and buy it. Mm-hmm. So there's not going to be many copies of it. They're the ones that you want, and just, like I say, put them away. Yep. And uh, hopefully, in a few years' time, they can pay for your collection. <laughs> And and that's just your invest, you're
0: invest you invest investing to reinvest and your that's basically it's, it's like a cycle. You buy these yeah. games, wait for them to go up in price, and then you can take them to C E X or stick them in eBay and then hopefully double triple your money, then you can go and buy that expensive horror game that you want. Because I think there's a there's a there isn't there a Godzilla game on the PS4 that's quite expensive. Yeah, it's it's well over a hundred pounds. It's a hundred quid. There's actually one in the CX store close to where I am and it, it's 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 like, it uh it resides at the top shelf behind the, the till and it's all it's okay. like in a plastic box or something. And, um, I could possibly argue that I could put Godzilla into, uh, into the horror genre because I've oh, actually yeah. got Kong, um, uh, I've got Kong there as well, King Kong, and I'm gonna I'm gonna class that as a as a as a as a as a, as a horror game. And that was kindly donated to me by uh, Paul the Ink He was very kind to send over a few PlayStation Two games, and uh, and and he actually sent me a PlayStation Two console as well when he knew I was looking Ooh. for one. <laughs> so in exchange for some Rangers Football Club memorabilia, we done a, we'd had a great we had we done a great swap. So any other advice, Al? If, if someone come up to you and said, listen. How do I start this? What's the advice? Don't go too deep. Collect. Go for a full set. What? What? Even what? What consoles to avoid? What? What would be a nice console to start collecting for now? Uh,
1: probably the handheld stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not expensive. Uh, PS, PS3, PS4, Xbox One. Probably even even the Xbox 360. There's a lot on there, which is pennies to buy there's, there's so many great games i mean like if you, i don't know if you watched um joe gaming Girly. yeah she's done, she done a video a couple of weeks ago saying about video game isn't like collecting isn't expensive and she showed a load of ds mm. games that she bought for like a pound yeah and there were some good titles she showed there and she's like had a pile of like 10 games she's like i paid a tenner for all of these mm. and that, that is enough to get people gaming for a good yeah, Six or yeah. seven months worth there, what she had. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to go and spend a hundred pounds on one game. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that do now, they do it to show off.
0: Yeah.
1: It's more of a bragging thing like, I can afford this game because mm-hmm. they're never going to play it. A lot of these games are not worth playing. I mean, even Rule of Row is like, it's just a collector's piece. Yeah. You ain't going to play the thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of them. It's like, it's a bad game, it's worth this much money because it's a bad game. Mm-hmm. Or you can go and pay £1 for a good PS2 game. Yeah. That uh, you're going to enjoy. And, and going back, sort of,
0: without digressing too much, back to your point about the uh, Joe Gaming and Gurley and, you know, sort of arguing the point that, you know, you can collect, you know, games reasonably priced if you if you look on the right places, you know. Is there a bit of... Could certain, you know, YouTubers or collectors... Could they put people off collecting whenever all they, they kind of focus on is searching for those expensive games and, you know, they're not often picking up games for like five or 10 pound. They're usually spending 30, 40 quid and then maybe buy yeah. three games in a video. So that's maybe 90 quarter over a hundred pounds. Is, is that, could that put someone off? Do you think if, if someone, like someone completely knew this and I, and I was completely knew it until recently. Mm. And I've kind of got my burns a little, but you know, I would have thought, oh God, I need to go get Silent Hill two. I need to go get Silent Hill one. I need... And the time I priced up four games, you're talking the guts of maybe two hundred quid. You mm. know what I mean? And overlooking like House of the Dead, and overlooking you know uh, what else to overlook. Uh, we games like um, the thing which you can pr- pick up pretty cheap. Oh
1: well, yeah, it's like fifty p. The yeah. thing.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's it's like a good game. It's not the worst yeah. game. It's not. It's not a bad game. So do you think? Do you think sort of that? misconception of game collecting could put people off.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of these bigger YouTubers slag off CEX a lot, but that's because they're not doing it right. They're not going out there and hunting and getting the games, trading them in and getting the bigger price games at a bigger price. What they're doing, they're looking at the CEX prices and going, mm-hmm. oh, it's £400, but you can get it on eBay for 350 I'm like, yeah, but you're going to pay 350 out of your pocket to yeah. go and buy that, mm-hmm. whereas you could pay 150 pounds worth of car boot fodder mm-hmm. and get that and you're saving yourself 200 quid in your pocket yeah that's, that's where they're doing it wrong so, those, so that's, yeah, they, they are putting people off by doing that because they're not telling them the right way of how to do it so that's that's part of the
0: secret then is gathering up enough fodder or games like you said and then trade that in for for, for store which is worth more than cash and cex anyway yeah and then ultimately using your vouchers then to go and get the game that you want so
1: like that that does make sense yeah i mean unless unless you're only got a small collection mm-hmm. and there's only certain games that you're gonna buy and you're gonna go to cx and you're gonna pay the 40 50 quid for a of cash out of your own pocket yeah then fair enough that that's what you want to do that's what you're doing mm-hmm. but if you if you're doing it because you want a big collection yeah. and you're going to CX and giving them £50 pound cash, £60 pound cash for certain games. Mm-hmm. You're stupid and you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Simple as that. You need to go out there to the charity shop and put the time in. Time and effort. That's what you need to do. Yeah, It is getting harder to find these games now because mm-hmm. a lot of people, if you go to car boots, there's a lot of people that are looking for them because they want to resell them. And then like charity shops now are looking up eBay prices and listing stuff. like Or listing it on eBay I find a lot lately. Mm-hmm. But there, there is still bargains out there to be found. Mm-hmm so then uh, like the,
0: it's it's the the reality of this then is it, you could get start a collection on a budget your own budget mm-hmm. how much do you want to spend You're suggesting maybe start with PS3 because you can pick up the games relatively cheap. And like everything else, the PS3 is going to become sought after, like the PS1, like the original. At some point that is, it's going to become, you know, retro, should we say, Um, you know, there's an argument there, retro vintage you know whatever you want to call it but i think uh, i think really retro is just a kind of a state of you know remembering something and getting nostalgic about it so you yeah. know like i have a, i have a bit of nostalgia about the ps3 i could maybe argue that we could you know classify that as a as a retro game to an extent or yeah. PS2 you know, So I know some people don't know those, so it has to be Playstation 1 but backwards is retro but you know you could argue the Commodore and Spectrum could be vintage you know if you buy, if you buy a car it's a vintage car with a vintage insurance could could be the same that might be an argument for someone else to they, they tackle me on yeah. but in terms of the reality of it you can do it on a budget you can either go cheap whack a whole lot of uh, money into it yeah. buy games to invest hold on to them let them grow in value and you know like you said, collect what you want to collect, you know, don't be kind of put off by if you're in a certain genre or a certain type of game, you know, don't be put off by what other people are buying and what other people are doing or what other people are saying. It's yep. like you said, do 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 what you feels best and, and, and collect the games that you, you want to collect.
1: Yeah, we we, we um, you talk to like some of the other YouTubers. We've all been guilty of it. We watch people's pickups and we sit there with pen and paper, mm-hmm. and they show these games, and you're writing them down. And you think, but well, I'm never gonna play this game. they they're showing, but you just because you've seen someone else showing it, you're addicted. You want to buy it. Mm-hmm. But like, I can guarantee with the PS3 though, it will go up in price because if you do you remember last year when they were saying they were going to shut the servers off. Yep, that's right. And and the prices that some of them games went up to. And, it was ridiculous and they're doing that
0: they're, they're going to do it with the Wii U aren't they they're shutting everything online down for that very soon isn't that right
1: yeah but then with the Wii U people look at that and think oh it's only a small small set mm-hmm. it's a doable number I'm going to do that but mm-hmm. you've missed the boat on it you, I've got half the set and I'm thinking about getting rid of it because mm-hmm. a lot of the games are on the Switch now yeah for the same price or even cheaper time. Mean, you know how much the Switch costs normally yeah so you know how much these Wii U games are going up to. Mm-hmm. But like, because it's such a small number, everyone wants to collect them. That's that's the in thing. Like I said, with the horror games, is the popular thing. So at the moment, the popular thing is, oh, Wii U, mm-hmm. horror games. Them sort of things like the retro, the Mega Drive. The Mega Drive's shut up in price. The GameCube has shut up in price. Mm-hmm. No one's looking at the Xbox 360. No one's looking at the PS3. They're all going, oh, that's not retro. That's tat, that's tat. But... In five, ten years' time, everyone's going to be going, oh, I want to buy that 360 mm-hmm. game. Oh, look how much it is now. I should have bought it ten years ago when I said it was tat. Yeah. And I could have right. got it for 50p at car boot, but left it behind.
0: Yeah, but, but that's the thing. Like, I owned a Master System, I owned a Mega Drive, I owned a Super Nintendo. But for me, the nostalgia really comes from the PlayStation 1. Simply mm. because... It blew my mind how good the graphics were. Now looking back now, like compared to what we've got now, like it's night and day. But compared to like sixteen, bit it was like thirty-two. It's a thirty-two bit machine, and then it was sixty-four. You couldn't, you couldn't believe it. And you know, a lot of that kind of innocence of you know playing games has kind of gone a little bit now. And um, for me, like the, the play, I think I have no interest in a, a Sega Mega Drive or a Masters. I have a Master System on the desk here. Don't display it. Not really fussed. Mm you know for me it's like you know i don't i couldn't imagine anything worse than sitting playing an 8-bit game on it i just don't have any time or patience for it but i could sit and play resident evil dino crisis silent hills syphon filter i could play all them games on the ps1 no problem but that's just my opinion and someone out there in in the world will be listening to this going he's talking rubbish it has to be <laughs> you know it has to be nintendo and amstrad and listen it's like you said, Al, at the top of the show when we are talking about the reality, you collect what you want to collect and you do the things that you want to do.
1: Yep, Okay. I listen to else. <laughs>
0: that's it, exactly, 100%. So listen, Al, I think that's been a good, I think we've got a good reality check here in terms of what collecting is all about. I know we, can, we could yeah. go on for hours talking about <laughs> this, and we'll, we'll definitely come back and talk about it again, I think. But listen... We're going to play a famous jingle now, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the games that we're currently playing now. Okay? So, Al and myself will be right back after this little jingle. Uh. So Al, we are back and if you have been uh, listening to the show I am here with Big Game Al YouTuber extraordinaire retro game collector modern game collector uh, advisor on all things gaming related in terms of collecting them Al, before we talk about the games that we're playing I have to say a massive congratulations on your 24 hour live stream can you just tell us a little bit about that?
1: Oh man. <laughs> that was that was <laughs> quite total really yeah um, basically I, I, I like to do a lot of stuff for charity as Ian said at the start of the podcast and the madness in me decided I'd do a 24 hour sitting here playing games for 24 hours mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, if, if it wasn't for the people watching the people of the community I would have fell asleep halfway through but they got me through it and we managed to raise a lot of money for a good charity and hopefully I'll be doing it again soon who knows maybe it won't be the 24 hour stream maybe it's something different but yeah mm-hmm. and and you know what
0: Al and this is I'm not just saying this because you're here but you've done an amazing job I, I have to say you know the, my favourite part of the whole thing was the Fall Guys the Fall Guys two hours it lasted four and um Six, six hours. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> and that was uh, for me. That was the, that was the the cro- that was the jewel and the crown for the whole night. But obviously, the jewel and the crown of the stream was raising the raising the money for the charity. But again, I'm not saying it just because you're here. But if you do it again, give me a call. And I will gladly come on and help you out and try to do the 24 hours with you. I have uh, I have no problem uh, doing that for charity and doing it for a good cause. And, and helping you out because, um, like you said before, it was, the, it was the the grind of you playing games for 24 <laughs> hours was an inspiration. And I'm sure it wasn't easy. I'm sure yeah. you said the 16, 17-year-old... I'm going to play games for 24 hours, no problems at all. What is the reality, Al, of doing that for such a long time?
1: I I, I thought it was going to be easy. I thought, ah, it's it's only sitting here, just playing a game, looking at a screen for 24 hours. That's easy. You could do that. (laughs) (laughs) But sadly, you can't watch the stream anymore because I didn't realise that it cuts off after so many hours. I think you can only upload 12-hour videos, Mm -hmm. and obviously once you go past that time, it gone forever, yeah. but if you watched it live and you see me at like 6, 7 in the morning, I'm walking around with my hands on my head, <laughs> <bit right> bent, <laughs> like stretching, bending, <laughs> I, I went to the bathroom, I splashed my face with water, I'm thinking, how am I going to get through this, and it was only thanks to Vasavi James come on and said, do you want to play Fall Guys,
0: uh-huh.
1: and I obviously had my headset on, I was talking to him, I was talking to Pedro, Retro Bear come back on. And they really got me through that last couple of hours because otherwise I'd have been like this. <laughs> He's uh, laying back from the sleep. Twenty-one was listening.
0: <laughs> so you you were walking about, stretching the hands on your, So it was a bit like a, a probably an, on uh, a DVD extra or an extra scene of the Blair Witch or the a awesome. Paranormal Activity. Just this, this figure of a man walking around in the shadows, <laughs> stretching, drinking, yeah. drinking, drinking, drinking energy drinks and tuna pasta.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah a lot of people were worried about me of all the energy drinks that I showed.
0: Well, this is it, and I think a few people, uh, uh I think a few people wanted to send you takeaways
1: and stuff, isn't that right? They did, yeah, but I'd already prepared food because I didn't want to yeah. leave the room. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to be sitting here at my computer with with the games playing mm-hmm. for the full twenty four 24 hours. I didn't want to go and yeah. have a break or disappear for twenty minutes to cook something. So I had literally everything at hand. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to just sit here just eating junk food and rubbish so yep. I made myself some pasta to eat to just, mm-hmm. just to give you a little bit of energy and keep you going well this, yeah uh, people, people were awesome. offering to send me pizzas and all sorts <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you know what that's that's the love they have for you Al and that's how great the community can be obviously the community can have its dips and its blips but majority yeah. of the time it is a, it's a it's a good it's a good community to be part of I've only been part of it for a short time um, I kind of weaseled me way in through the back door um <laughs> Starting off talking about horror films, but uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm here now and uh, everybody has been very welcoming and I've met some wonderful people along along the way and, uh, and and including yourself, Al. So before we move on to the games that we're playing at the minute, just before we go mo- and move on to the section, can we still donate to your to the charity or is that passed now?
1: No, uh, I've, I've left it open until 2025, so yeah. you. If they're, if they're watching this they can click back there's uh, about six videos with a link in it so is this your
0: loophole then you don't have to shave anything off until 2025 is this is this what is this really the 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 motivation behind leaving it open for so long
1: i say yeah they've, they've, they've got a I'm going to reach and i i'm gonna have like long hair like oh, so you,
0: so the, the the dynamics change now so instead of shaving off your hair you're gonna let your hair grow yeah. and then shave it off once we hit the target so you could be running around like ZZ Top big long beard big long hair and
1: well not so much the beard that had to go that, 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 that was annoying me I trimmed that down but obviously the hair is still there but um, I'm, I'm gonna put myself in for a haircut tomorrow and get it trimmed a little bit.
0: But yeah, because yeah, you I might end up looking bit. like a cousin It from the Adams family if you if you yeah. grow it. But you're, you're a bit like myself. All the as, as as I get older, my hair gets thicker and longer. I'm actually going the opposite <laughs> direction. It's like Benjamin Button, starting yeah. to I look younger than I do older. But (laughs) That's just me saying that. But anyway, listen, we digress. So well done on the charity stream. Uh, Go to Big Game Al's channel if you want to donate. Every penny helps us for a great cause. And Al, you have done a wonderful job raising the amount of money you have so far. So let's talk about what we're playing at the minute, Al. What are we... Al, what are you playing? Uh, Apart from Fall Guys, what are we playing at the minute? We can't You Fall Guys is the cop-out answer. What are we playing at the minute?
1: Right. So... I thought I'd go back and hit the 360 backlog. Yep. So I've been playing Cars 2. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fun. I'm about halfway through the achievements on that. Yep. I think I've got 24 out of 50. hmm So that, that, that will be getting completed soon. But there's at the moment, they're doing these new things where you've got to earn medals. Okay. And every month they give you different targets of achievements you have to earn. Mm-hmm. To earn medals, and one of the one of the categories this month is sports games. Okay. So I put FIFA 14 on earlier, thinking, "Oh, this is great! I can get loads of achievements out of this." Mm. To find out that the servers are down, and you can only get about 150 gamer score out of it. All right. Okay. So, so what can
0: you just just play the computer? Is that literally all you can do on it now?
1: Yeah, you can't. They've got because obviously you had Ultimate Team on it, but they've shut that down. So I've I've got. 140 gamer score out of that and i've put that back on the shelf now mm-hmm. and then i've picked up fifa 18 yes because you can still play the ultimate team on that so i'm currently playing fifa 18 on it so so tell me this then can you still buy packs on fifa 18 Does
0: that there's still a store? that's unbelievable you, you can still buy fifa points if you want <laughs> and is the pack look still rotten even four years later I, don't
1: know, I ain't opened any yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got enough coins. I've only just started playing.
0: <laughs> I actually, when I bought, whenever I bought FIFA 22, I, I actually had a good run of luck because I bought the, I pre-ordered it and got the, you new know, the packs with it. And yeah. uh, the, the first couple of packs, I packed uh, Icon Casillas, and I packed Ronaldo, all tradable. Ooh. And then one day when I was on the toilet, that does sound rude. I. Uh, went on the, on the app and I packed Gary Lineker tradable and I've packed Lionel Messi tradable and i recently done the Harry Key SBC which as a City fan is probably frowned upon because he, he didn't want to you know we tried we tried to sign him last summer but <laughs> this is the only way I'm going to get him in my team and if, you, if you're playing the latest game do the SBC drill lovely cheap I, I always kind of take a break with FIFA I play it up till like Christmas November time and then at that stage I've got the rage and have to stop and then come back yeah. to it after team of the season or team of the year then I give it an orgo where all the SBCs are relatively cheap but I don't have to put any real money into it mm. but again I digress Al so you're playing <laughs> you're play, you're trying to get your gamer score what other games are you playing?
1: Uh, Well we're doing the Playstation month but I keep playing Xbox games instead mm-hmm. I've, I've started uh, Sly Raccoon
0: on the PS2 Al a Sly Raccoon worth any money? It is. Right, here's here's one for you. I went to a charity shop two weeks ago and I lifted Sly Raccoon off the shelf. Yeah. Went up to buy it. And just before I paid like the £2 that they wanted for it, I opened it up and there was the manual. Glossy, beautiful, <laughs> never looks like it have been touched. And guess what was in the box? FIFA. The Sims. <laughs> I was gutted absolutely uh, got it I should have just bought it for the box and the manual it, it,
1: would, have been, it would have been worth more than two quid for the
0: box and <laughs> I manual I I and mean, you know what it's probably still sitting there but the sums it had the sums on it and it wasn't even for the playstation 2 it was for the <laughs> bloody xbox so it wasn't to say I wasn't even getting an uh, I wasn't even getting a, uh, xbox game but I did pick up a where is it now I did pick up another wee game it's called oh, oh so I don't know what if must, it's not there oh yes yeah, cell damage cell damage overcharge oh.
1: It's a great
0: game. I picked that up for a pound, so that wasn't We've too bad. It yet. Haven't played it yet, no, but I'm going to play oh, it because I, I'm a bit like yourself. I do like a, I do enjoy a a good old racing game. So oh, that's, that's,
1: that's that's more than a racing game. That's that's like it's it's a bit like Mario Kart with a battle royal stuff in it as well. Oh, cool! It's great. So, and you obviously have that game yourself. Oh yeah.
0: So I do. Is there any way? Is there any way we can multiplayer that game on an emulator or an online thing or anything like that? Is oh, there any way? Oh,
1: I don't think so. Although we might have to look into it because we've both got the fat PS3s. Yeah. And obviously that's online, so uh, maybe, cool. I don't know. Excellent. Brilliant. So that's that's something to look
0: forward to in the in the future. So you're playing cars too, you're going through the plethora of FIFA games to get your gamer yeah. points up and um you're supposed to be in a PlayStation month. Who who's all involved in
1: that? So it was Although Eddie's put the video out, mm-hmm. it was actually Paul that said about it mm-hmm. and made the group. This is the Ink Northerner, if yep. anyone don't know. And um, yeah, he, he basically said, because we've done the Xbox months back in January, mm-hmm. we had agreed to do a PlayStation month. We was going to do it in March, but a couple of the people couldn't do it because they was in some True Achievements yes. thing on uh, the Xbox. Uh-huh. So it got, it got left forgotten about and then literally like two days before april started paul made this group and went right we're doing it this month whether you like it or not mm. <laughs> so there, there is about eight of us in the group doing it but obviously it's an open invite to anyone who wants to join in very good Just come along and uh we're probably going to do a live stream at the end of the month we don't know whose channel it's going to be on what day it's going to be on we ain't sorted out any of that yet so if you to come on and think about games we've played.
0: So if you are the the one person listening to the podcast, go over to Big Game Al's channel and get some more information about joining the joining the the PlayStation month. But of course, we can't we can't uh, we can't forget about the Fall Guys. Yes, that that now has to be the the staple of your channel, Al Fall Guys uh,
1: Friday. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty much the only content I've got left on my channel these days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it, it does become a bit of a free for all once, uh, once uh, Pedro from the VHS bootleggers uh, does uh, he enters the and enters the ring like the Royal Rumble. He comes in at number thirty, and you know that some SH1T is going to go down whenever Pedro whenever Pedro joins the joins the, the 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 party on on Fall Guys. But how did that start, Al? How do how did
1: Fall Guys Friday start? Uh, basically, I just used to sit here on my own. Yep and play it it were not even on a Friday it was just like midweek I'd, like one day of the week I was just bored yep and I didn't have anything else to stream and like the PS4 is so easy to stream straight to YouTube mm-hmm. you literally just press the share button and you're on YouTube with it yep and I thought right I've got this game called Fall Guys it's really fun it's really entertaining it's good like when people watch it I'm going to stream it mm-hmm. and it was fun but it's not as fun playing on your own so I, start, I started yeah. playing it and it started to get a bit of following and then Retro Bear coming on and he's like I really like this and he was watching it for about a year <laughs> and then he eventually bought the game and he joined us on it and um, Sean from Retro Games Revived is the other one mm-hmm. that he's been missing for the last few weeks I don't know where he's gone <laughs> he needs to come back and play with us but yeah it was us three that we used to go on it and we used to play a little random tournament thing on it mm-hmm. but now we do the custom game so that everyone can join so, if anyone's listening and has got Fall Guys, do pop along to Fall Guys Fridays, normally at 8 p.m., depending if I'm working nights. Mm mm-hmm. And yeah we, we
0: have anyone and it's a great night's crack it really is i've been there a, a few times i think the first night i joined it was the night of your charity stream and yeah. if, if all guys digital was one to collect it's actually it was six pound whenever i bought it a couple of weeks ago mm. i don't know if it's still that price now but no. it was like 70 quid or 70 70 quid off 70 off so it was uh that was a bargain but i tell you what i've been playing Al surprise surprise i'm playing a couple of horror games Ooh. There's one on the on the PlayStation Network. It's called "In Rays of Light." I don't know if you've heard of that before, and yeah. um, it's a uh, it's 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 a kind of horror game. It's a uh, sort of loosely based on uh, it's loosely based on a, on the Russians sending a you clear. It's a bit like you know in Terminator when Skynet hits the button and all the rockets go off. It's oh a bit, yeah, it's a bit like wow. that, and it's uh, you know it's just just before that happens. And, uh, there's obviously been some kind of fallout and you're, you're a student and you're, uh, sort of mer- meandering around and exploring the, the halls of a university and stuff like that, trying to p- piece the puzzles of what's going on together. And, um, you know, there are no jump scares then it's one of them ones, you don't die, you can't die in it, but, um. You know, you pick up uh, clues, and you have to go and start generators, and then there's a well. I said there's one or two jump scares. You go into a basement, and you end up seeing sort of like people's memories burnt on the walls and stuff like that. So that was that's quite an interesting one. It was I think that's only like three quid, and it's definitely it's definitely one to uh, pick up. And if you have got uh, if you got the PlayStation. PlayStation 4 Pro is actually enhanced for that. And mm. the other game that I have com- and i have completed that. So I've got all the achievements for that and um yeah, you need to play that twice to get the achievements. There's one, there's uh there's a ver- there's an achievement where you have to do it all in the dark with no flashlight. And then there's an achievement then we have to do it with your flashlight and get all the all the notes and stuff. So if you're doing a gamer score or anything on PlayStation, that's it that's a good one to get. It's about an hour and a half gets you through the full game. And then the other one is evil inside. I don't know if you've heard of this one before or you own this one. This was yeah. supposed to be like the the PlayStation's answer to PT. Remember that Silent Hill trailer, playable yeah. trailer, and um, it's 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 awful. It's it's a horrible game. <laughs> it looks like it was developed by me um, with. Maybe twelve of those coffee beers on me whenever you know <laughs> you were talking about the start of the show, but same sort of thing. You navigate round the house, you do rounds and rounds and rounds of the same floor. You have to find bits of a Ouija board, put it all together, and then the the, the conclusion of the story is I'm not going to spoil it for you, but you know you can get it done relatively quick and get all the achievements for that as well. Uh, I think that's kind of cheap now. I think that's maybe down to maybe ten quid or something to download download on uh, on the PlayStation, and then for my sins. I have started playing FIFA 22 again and the wife isn't happy because whenever everybody goes to bed, I go downstairs and I might play it for an hour or four. And uh, you know the crack yourself, Al. Whenever you start playing FIFA, you can fall down in the rabbit hole and there is no such thing as time. Time gets away from you. But... Prior to all that, you, you, I had a, I had a, I had a stint at a YouTube channel called Sam Hay Gaming, and was playing a lot of horror PC games, and I quite enjoyed that. Is PC anything that you'd ever try out, Al, or have you ever collected any games for the PC? Yeah,
1: I've, I've actually got quite a big PC game collection that you don't see because it's behind the camera. Yeah. So um, I, I've, I've got, I've got an original PC with Windows ninety five on it. Yep. Yeah. So I can play all the old school games on it. Very good. Uh, I haven't had that out for about three years though. But <laughs> I've got one. You, you know what, Al?
0: And this will make me sound like a bit of a dork or a bit of a nerd or whatever you want to call it. But I used to be a big fan of the flight simulator games. I used to love them. Oh, they're great! They are brilliant, and they took about twenty-five discs to load. <laughs> yeah. And the manual was like the the you know like the Bible was that thick. <laughs>
1: there's, a, there's, a, there's a new flight sim game. Out. You should get it for the PS4.
0: Oh, fair. we well, yeah, PS5 as well. And I bet you that'll look realistic, bet you it'll not look all block. Oh, yeah. It not look the. it not look like the the Air or the Airplane Simulator from Krypton Factor if you remember that. That's yeah, going back a back a few years ago. But um I enjoyed the, like, that's what I loved about the horror games on the PC the, a lot of them were a lot of them were actually free and on Steam for relatively cheap and um, I found them much more immersive and a lot more scary than the console games but that's saying you'll not find anything as scary as, as Resident Evil on the Playstation 1 when them no. dog, them dogs jump through the, jump the glass oh my god I think I had to get, you know, change my pants two or three times I always knew it was coming but still scared me and I think now whenever I go to revisit it it'll be the same and uh, I actually I really enjoyed the remake of Resident Evil 2. That was actually wasn't a bad. Did you ever play that? Al? I've got it, but I've not played it yet. That's really good. You should play that. That uh, that's watched,
1: that's like a that's like a completely different beast. Yeah, I watched um, heaps play it. Mm-hmm. He streamed it for about three weeks in a row and completed it. Yeah, that was really fun watching him play that.
0: And he he does heaps. Does play a lot of Resident Evil games. I think he was playing Resident Evil. Was it Resident yeah. Evil Three? Not so long ago and uh, heaps heaps of games another another great uh another great channel irish youtuber go check him out if you haven't uh if you haven't checked him out already so al we've been here for an hour and 25 we have uh, oh. almost stuck to the time it has been an absolute pleasure getting to speak to you. and just before we sign off al another plug for the channel what is it all about al community Community—that's what it's all about. What's your channel about? Give us another we, uh, another we, uh, we blast of what your channel's about. Let the let the audience know where we can find you. Are you on anything else other than YouTube? Aldv on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, anything like that?
1: Um, I'm on Instagram. That's the only bit of social I do. It's just mm-hmm. big underscore game underscore Al. Mm-hmm. You can follow me on there. I don't do I don't do Twitter. I think I've got a personal Twitter, but I haven't logged onto it probably in about 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a Facebook, but obviously that's a personal Facebook again. Yep. So like anything channel related is literally on Instagram and I'm very lazy and I very rarely upload on there as well.
0: Well, that's uh, that, that's something you'll have to work on because uh, you're 600 subscribers now. So you're 600 yeah. people. <laughs> If you can imagine six hundred people in a hall, that's how many people are tuning in they watch your content. So you know, give them some social media to uh, to uh, to help them engage with you a bit further. <laughs> but whatever you're doing, it's it's working for you, Al. and your channel's great. I have had the pleasure of being on your channel three, four guys. It's been a blast. I've enjoyed it every single time I've been on there. And what? is on the horizon for Big Game Al's YouTube channel in the next week or two. Is there anything we can be, any videos we can expect to see,
1: live yeah, streams, I, f- whatever it is? I, I, I've been really lazy. A couple of weeks ago, I got tagged in a VR and I haven't done it yet. So I'm going to do it this week and get it uploaded. Because <laughs> right, I, right. I, I've, I've just been going doing live streams. I haven't made a video probably in about a month. Yeah. And I need to get back onto making videos. I, I, I want to get some collection videos up. mm mm-hmm. Because people like watching them, yeah. So I, I like to do it for like the viewers. Yeah, I'm not one of the, I'm not one of these people that does a channel to get famous. I do it for the people that are watching. Yeah, and like I say, the community. Like I do the full guys to let everyone come and have a laugh and join in. I don't do it to make my channel bigger. Mm-hmm. I do it to help you, like give you something to do on a Friday night. Same as I do my videos. I, I, I do it as a laugh. My channel is very comedy, I, I'm not serious. Like if you watch me, I'm not serious. As you've probably seen tonight, like listening to this. Well, <laughs> but that's it. That's been. It's, it's
0: like we're getting. We're chatting to the real Al. What 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 you hear on this podcast is what you will hear and see on Al's channel. Down to earth, salt of the earth, genuine guy. Great channel. I'm glad I listened to that specific episode of Desert Island Games because I would not have found Al's channel as quick as what I did, Al. Have you enjoyed yourself tonight on the podcast?
1: I have. I've absolutely loved it. That's and the thing cool. is, when, when I do these podcasts, I come here, I've, I have no notes, I have nothing written down, everything's just coming off the top of my head, so I, I didn't have any of the clue of the question you was going to ask, so <laughs> it is literally, this is me, everything I've said tonight, is just what's coming out of my mind at the time when you're asking the questions.
0: Well, you know, Al, that's all we want. We want uh, We want the, the real you, and listen, Al, it has been an absolute pleasure getting to speak with you tonight and... I wish you all the very best with your YouTube channel and I can't wait to see more content and hopefully you'll agree to come back on again another time oh 100%
1: so massive thank you for me being the first person as well on it
0: no problem Al thanks a million for coming on listen guys that is the end of the podcast we have had an absolute blast Al has been brilliant go check out Al's channel on YouTube Big Game Al lots of content on there for you to check out and if you are watching this on youtube on the five minute clips please subscribe uh, hit the notification bell and like the video and check out the podcast on all major platform all major podcast platforms and i will see you in the next episode